As Ellie Kendrick drove slowly down the narrow strip of asphalt that led to her destination, the ten years that she had been gone slowly evaporated into the dry Arizona heat. The shop stood at the end of the block, a square structure of crumbling gray brick that sat apart from its neighbors. The wooden sign on the front of the building had never been particularly bright or eye-catching, but now it, and the dull brick walls, looked like a photo that had sat out too long in the sun. Pulling her rental sedan to the side of the road, always plenty of parking to be had in Florence, Arizona, Ellie stepped out of the car that smelled like vinyl upholstery and industrial-strength cleaner, and into her past. The street was empty as she approached the door, her low heels clicking on the cracked sidewalk. Late evening in Florence meant shift changeover at the prisons had just finished, with half the town facing a long dozen hours inside a cement block, the other spending precious time with their families, eating their dinners, showering off the desert dust, crawling into bed. Ellie traced her fingers over the letters of the faded sign, once coral over turquoise blue. Estelle's blooms had been meant as a bright spot in town, or so Ellie's grandmother had always said. Now, it looked like nothing so much as one of those black-and-white photographs that someone had tried to liven up with splashes of artificial color. Nothing real remained, and it would be so easy for Ellie to get back in her rental car, to escape the way she had so many years ago. Of course, then she hadn't had a choice. Just, she supposed as she jingled the weight of the heavy, old key in her hand, as she didn't really have much of one now. Ellie sighed and tucked a wayward strand of reddish-gold hair behind her ear. It flopped back exactly where it had been before she'd moved it, hanging listlessly in the desiccated heat. The sound of a car door slamming several streets over had her moving, fitting the key to the lock, where the brass slid in so smoothly, almost loosely, that Ellie figured it wouldn't have taken much to pick it, had she been so inclined. And ten, fifteen years ago? She would have been, which was why she wasn't particularly eager to be standing around on the street when the next person moseyed on by. The door opened with a creak, and Ellie winced, her organized brain automatically making a note to grease it up, even though she didn't really care one way or the other. At least, she hadn't thought she did. But as the heavy door croaked its way shut behind her, and she found herself inside a building she hadn't entered for over a decade, she was struck with an undeniable sense of melancholy. At first, the interior of Estelle's blooms looked exactly the same. But when Ellie tilted her head, looked through the dancing dust motes, she saw that she'd been viewing the small flower shop through the distorted lens of memory. The forest green shelves full of cheap glass vases, the laminate-covered counters, the stack of stained plastic buckets behind the counter, the walk-in cooler that someone, thank God, had thought to empty of the bright roses, the painted daisies, the mums and the bundles of baby's breath and leather leaf and eucalyptus that typically lined the benches inside. She hadn't been overly excited about the prospect of dealing with the rotten sludge of decaying flowers if no one had thought to clear things out after Estelle's death. But the cooler was clean, the faintest hint of bleach lingering in the frigid air, and through it, almost hidden in the corner, the door that led to the apartment upstairs, 
The place Elliot called home for most of her life. The place she'd been unceremoniously removed from.